1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
3: Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to the score. Always a delight to talk to our friend John Heyman, and he joins us now on the score Hotline. Powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. John, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are
2: you guys doing?
3: Doing well. Well, I think there's a sense of relief. The Cubs have indeed (laughs) brought more than the manager to the table. They signed uh, Shota uh, Imanadya, and he is a left-handed pitcher. He's in town for his physical, and he's been here for a little bit, apparently, a uh, 30-year-old left-hander who will be introduced at the fan convention, which we were hoping someone would be there.
2: Yes, I'm with you. Big stuff for the Cubs. They did something that was pretty big, and I think they got him on a good deal. My understanding is there was a team out there, at least one team willing to uh, more than double the guarantee appears to have gotten with the Cubs. I don't know whether he, he just likes deep-dish pizza or uh, wow. Chicago-style dogs or uh, Jed Hoyer. I'm not sure. But uh, he wanted to be a Cub, obviously, and uh, they got it done.
4: John, that's that would be a remarkable sacrifice that you don't often see from professional athletes if he turned down twice the value of the guarantee and the size of the contract. The way it was reported, I think it was John Morosi that the contract is initially two years, $30 million, could be as much as an $80 million investment, a lot of opt-outs. But do, do you think that's a... F- Fair value for somebody that could be sliding into the middle of the Cubs rotation. 15 per year seems like a bargain.
2: Yeah, he seems to be betting on himself. I mean, that's what it is. 80 million, uh might be the value, and I, I believe that he could have gotten that guarantee somewhere else. But uh, he thinks he can earn it with the Cubs, apparently, and uh, good for him. You don't see too many guys doing that. You don't see too many guys uh, going for uh, a million less, much less uh, 40 million, 50 million less. Wow. We will see when this all shakes out, but I think he was pretty close on that. Um, he thinks, uh, and the pitcher believes that he will get that 80 million or so uh, through the incentives, the escalators, and uh, I guess we should say good for him. He, he wanted to be a Cub, and uh, they are going to get it done. Yeah that that is
3: uh, I didn't realize that that's really interesting. I um I I know the Cubs had vowed to get a Japanese player and we were hoping it was someone different initially but that <laughs> seems like a pretty good deal.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I do believe so. Uh I actually think the Otani deal was a good deal as I as I said when I was out there in Chicago with you guys because of all the deferrals uh the Yamamoto deal, uh, you know, we'll see about that one. <laughs> you know, three hundred twenty-five million for no one who, for someone who's never uh, pitched or played in the big leagues—that's that's a lot. But this does, on the surface, look like a good deal. But from the player's perspective, uh, he, he believes in himself. He thinks he can get it done, and uh, he will get that eighty million. That's his belief. So uh, good for him, as I said, and uh, good for the Cubs. And I doubt they're done because I, I do think they want to improve the offense.
4: You never know how a Japanese player, especially a pitcher, is going to adapt and adjust and and thrive, John. I think the most recent example you look to is in New York with Kode Senga, who had a very good year for the Mets. I I, I guess, is is that, when you're looking for comps, a, a fair comparison to look at one guy who was established who came over and continued the success in the majors, or would there be another comp that you think is more accurate?
2: Well, I mean, certainly there is that adjustment, and so that's accurate for all the Japanese pitchers, and we heard that a lot in spring training with Senga, but he he adjusted quickly. I was there for his debut, and he was outstanding right away. Um, I think the Mets got a fantastic deal on that one, uh, $75 million. Um, you know, Senga's a guy who throws uh, ni- up to 98 miles an hour and has that ghost fork, so his stuff is spectacular. I, I think that he signed for that little because uh, he had a bad medical um that seems to be the case there. And the Mets uh, seem like they got a great deal on him. Um, Imanac is a different type of pitcher. It does feel like almost all the Japanese pitchers have been able to adjust. We talk about the different ball and all the the different scheduling. And sometimes the teams adjust on the scheduling. Obviously they don't adjust on the ball, but, um, you know, I think Imanago's a different type of pitcher. He's more of a crafty lefty. We saw him in the WBC. He did win that clinching game that is only remembered for Otani, striking out Trout to nail it down for Japan and the WBC. But, uh, you know, I think he's a very good pitcher. Um, you know, to me, Senga's got great talent, and the Mets got an amazing bargain. I'm, I'm not sure he's going to be able to duplicate that. But, I mean, if you get a middle-of-rotation pitcher at 15 million a year, you're right about that. That That is Quite a good deal, and if he hits the escalators, that's still a good deal for the Cubs because that means he pitched very well.
3: I'm just curious, John. You know, you look at at, uh, kind of some of the signings this year. Um, Have Japanese and Korean players kind of uh, overtaken Latin American players, or is it just this year because the best player in baseball is Japanese and and everyone's going for him? Am I just overvaluing? that sort of change in in what happened this season versus, you know, the kind of uh, the, the number of players that have come from the Dominican and, and Cuba and and organizations already filled with them?
2: Well, I mean, obviously the best player in baseball is, is a Japanese player in Otani and uh, Yamamoto, he's got the biggest contract ever. I mean, I guess the Cole contract, you might say, is better since it was uh, three years fewer for only $1 million more, but $325 million when you've got a $50 million-plus uh, posting fee to pay as well, and quite incredible. So they obviously believe in him. Uh, they obviously have a very talented players. I'm not going to say they've over, overtaken uh, the Latin players or anybody else, but uh, they do have the best player and uh, certainly the pitcher that was the most coveted free agent pitcher that I have ever seen. Every big market team was in on him. Uh, the Yankees were falling all over themselves. The Mets the same. And uh, really every big market team wanted Yamamoto and uh, really was incredible to see. Uh, with Otani, we were not surprised because, I mean, obviously uh, he's the modern-day Babe Ruth, so he deserves whatever he gets.
4: So, John, in Chicago, obviously Cubs fans celebrating the fact that there's, there's actually a move. That finally, there's somebody to be signed, but it also leaves Cody Bellinger still unsigned, Reese Hoskins still out there, Matt Chapman now linked to the Cubs. Do you think one or all of those three guys are possibilities for the Cubs?
2: Yeah, I mean, all of them would be quite a coup, but uh, I would say at this point you've got to figure they're going to get at least one of them. Uh, Certainly they do like the idea of defense, and uh, Bellinger provides that. Chapman provides that. Uh, They do uh, feel like they need a first baseman, at least it feels like from a distance. So certainly looking at Hoskins. But, uh, you know, Chapman, we've heard probably more with the Giants. But I'm not going to be surprised if it's the Cubs, if they can combine him with Dansby Swanson. Uh, That's the best uh, left side of the infield defensively in baseball. Obviously, Bellinger did a great job there last year. Uh, they've obviously also been a part on the contract, and they've been talking to other teams, and uh, you know whether they work it out can't say. It is quite unusual to see it go on for two months, and then try to, and then eventually figure it out with that team. But you know I can't put it past them, and we don't know what the other teams are offering. We don't, for that matter, we don't know what the Cubs are offering. But at this point, I can't say it's a you know any slam dunk that they they get uh, Bellinger back. But certainly they're in on all three. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they got two of them I, I would be shocked if they didn't get at least one of them John
3: uh We had some news yesterday from the White Sox for whatever reason they're having uh meetings in Arizona, and we heard from Chris Getz and he came out and said, "I guess the biggest news they're talking to people about Dylan cease that's what everyone wants to know, but the biggest news is that they've decided that Garrett Crochet is going to be a starting pitcher in twenty twenty four now I don't know how quickly you can stretch out a guy like that. I don't know if that means they're going to have a year of him in uh, Charlotte or most of the year in Charlotte and then try to save a year on his contract. Um, You know, 6'6", 230-pound lefty can used to be able to throw the ball through a wall. Uh, Do you see him as a starter? Were you surprised (laughs) by that idea? And what kind of a team are they going to be fielding? It seems like a desperate move, no offense to him.
2: <laughs> Well, I can't say I'm an expert on whether he can be a starter. It seems like that's a lot. what a lot of teams are trying to do. I've, I've even heard that with Hicks, who's a free agent. Jordan Hicks, who's a free agent. Obviously, yeah. Ronaldo Lopez, they're stretching him out and trying to make him a starter with the Braves. So, I mean, certainly if you can get a make a guy go from relief to starting, the starters get, you know, multiple times more money than apparently what teams think many times more valuable. So uh, if they can do it, more power to them. I think this is probably the time to experiment. I don't think they expect to uh, win that division or probably even contend this year. So um, if they see something, he's obviously a big guy who threw hard. Uh, I don't blame them for giving it a shot. Uh, you never know how that'll go. Sometimes it's worked. Obviously it worked for uh, Seth Lugo. It's worked for, you know, Phil Hughes in the past. It's, it's worked for some people. Uh, it doesn't always work. No, normally you need, uh, if you don't have two dynamic pitchers, like pitchers like Doc Gooden had, uh, normally you need to have three good pitches to be a good starter, and uh, that'll probably be the challenge for him. But uh, I don't blame them for giving it a shot. Uh, I think this is the year for the White Sox to experiment.
1: It's over here! After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device ineligible eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.
4: But isn't there an understanding, or maybe this is the reality, they're not going to be able to experiment or even execute a deal until Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell find a home. And I think when you talk about trading Dylan Cease, the teams that are motivated, motivated to give up more are going to be even more motivated after those guys sign somewhere. So aren't we all in a holding pattern here with Cease?
2: I think probably that's the case. That's the way it feels, and um, it seems like it's now fifty-fifty whether they actually trade him or wait till the uh, deadline. And I, I've uh, heard a variety of opinions about that. If they wait to the deadline, I think you know everybody thinks he's better than what he showed last year, and he will pitch better. And whoever acquires him still will have two playoff runs. Uh, so, I, I, you know, the downside would be if he gets hurt. He's been a guy who's been very durable. He's ma- answered every uh, start for three straight years. So, uh, maybe they wait. Uh, maybe they haven't. They obviously haven't heard what they wanted to hear. We we know that the Orioles have the best prospects. Uh, the Reds have been in there. They have good prospects. Uh, the Yankees, Dodgers. Uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of teams involved, but uh, could be a whole new set of teams if they waited. Uh, to the deadline and uh, maybe they will get, it would get a better offer at the deadline. So at this point, I will not be surprised if they wait to the deadline to trade cease. Uh, Certainly, he's still going to be talking to teams, but I I do think you're right that uh, they were waiting on Yamamoto. I think probably they're waiting to see what happens with Snell and Montgomery. And they may be waiting a while because, uh, you know, we don't know that they're close. Those pitchers are close to any deal. Montgomery's got a huge market. Obviously Snell's looking for a big deal. And, uh, you know, I don't know that it's a reflection on them. Uh, if we recall, Machado took a long time to sign. Harper took into late February to sign. The best players and uh, the best pitchers sometimes take the most time, and uh, they may be waiting it out into spring training. And if that happens, uh, let's not be surprised if this is a deadline deal with Cease. But, I mean, I do think he will be traded, whether it's now or at the deadline.
3: So they got a rotation, then they're starting with Cease, and they'll have. Uh... Uh Eric Fetty and of course Tuki's coming back, Tukey Toussaint, and uh and of course the the uh the unspeakable future of Michael Kopech. I, I they're gonna be competing. No. Never <laughs> mind. Never mind, John.
2: I, I just Well, thought- you never know. I mean there are surprises. Yeah. Did anyone see the Diamondbacks in the World Series? I mean, it's certainly gonna be a long shot, whether it's a hundred and one or two hundred and one, I don't know. I don't play the I don't bet and I, I don't even look at those odds, but it's a long shot but uh look the Diamondbacks made it all the way to uh the final uh series and uh, nobody nobody really saw that coming. Um I, I you know I I'm, I'll be shocked if uh you know they're a contender this year. They are fortunate to be not in the uh AL East or the NL East or the NL West but uh, or the AL West for that matter but uh so maybe they'll hang in there for a while uh but uh yeah, I mean, they did improve the defense. Maldonado is an outstanding catcher. DeYoung's a very good defensive shortstop. Um, but, you know, I, I, obviously they had a long way to go based on what they did last year, and uh, they made only small moves. So uh, it would be stunning if they were a contender. White I, Sox I'm Sorry, teams. I mean, yeah, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, Molly. No, so, no, uh, I, I – uh, yeah. you, you know it better than I do at this point. I've, <laughs> I've
4: wrapped my mind around it. White Sox team strength, division. <laughs> yeah. So, John. When, and Cease and yeah, Rob. Oh yeah. Okay. And Robert. And Cease. They, they have two great players. For, for as long as he's here. When you look at the free agent market, it's been very difficult to read this offseason, very slow without much news and, and many signings. Josh Hader seems to be wanting to get paid more than any other closer. What is the latest with Hader, and who are the teams that might be willing to make that
3: happen?
2: Yeah, like I said, the best sometimes take the longest. And uh, right, Diaz got 100, I believe it was 102 million, something like that. But with the deferrals, it was like 94 million. I don't blame Hader. Hader's had a better career than Diaz had it to that point. Of course, Diaz had that year where he had like, you know, two strikeouts per inning or something like that. So, and it was Steve Cohn in spending mode. So maybe Hader doesn't get there, but he he certainly should get close. I mean, you know, you think the Phillies, the Rangers, Dodgers potentially. Um, you know, never going to rule out the Cubs. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I do think they will do more stuff, but I, I, I do think they're kind of leaning toward offense, which is what we've heard all along between Chapman and, um, certainly Bellinger and maybe Hoskins. Um, you know, I, I, I do, th- I don't blame Hader. I, I think he's the best relief pitcher in baseball. So, uh, if he waits it out, uh, it's probably the right thing to do. Will he beat Diaz? Uh, I'm not sure that he will at this point, but I mean, he certainly should be right there.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I got to tell you, I think that uh, when you look at the Cubs, if they get all that done, then they are coming in. Then they're giving the manager a team good enough to win. And they're counting a lot on the manager. So here's hoping because you just don't want to give a guy a team that's worse than the one that he thought he was going to get. And I know, Stroman apparently flirting with the Yankees, John. I don't expect him. I think he's he's gone. But will he end up with the Yankees? And I, I'm still struggling to figure out why he decided not to just stay in Chicago because it seemed like the money was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a little bit of a surprise at the time. But, uh, you know, the market has been great for starting pitchers, right? So it seems like the right move. Just like all those hitters who decided not to opt out between Michael Conforto and, Uh, Josh Bell in Miami, they all made the right move staying, and the pitchers who've opted out, I think they probably made the right move. We will see if he beats that. He probably can get a multi-year deal. I don't think it's going to be real long, but he probably will get a deal that's comparable or better. Uh, Yeah, I don't expect him back with Chicago. Uh, Their pitching looks pretty good right now. I think they're set with the starters. Um, The Yankees are, from my understanding, one of three or four teams that they're talking to, so possible. That's been a team that he's wanted to play for for quite a while. I remember when he was traded to the Mets, he, he was quite upset uh, because he thought he was going to go to the Yankees, and the Yankees, uh, frankly, didn't want to pay the uh, the price at that time. And the uh, Yankees are going to get a pitcher. Um, you know, I'll be a little surprised that they jump in now with with Strowman, because does that mean they're out on snell and montgomery i mean those are really the two guys that they've been shooting for they certainly do need a pitcher they traded king they lost severino uh they've lost uh, a few guys i think cortez has a shoulder question still uh they definitely need to uh bulk up the depth. so is it possible they sign uh Stroman and another one i guess it's possible but it would seem to be unlikely so um I'm not going to count that one as a done deal, but uh, there's certainly one of the teams that is talking to Stroman right now.
4: I hope he signs with the Yankees, John, because I know how much you missed him in New York.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a character. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great yeah, stuff,
3: John. A, I'm sorry, <laughs> finish. You can finish the thought. I, no, I, I
2: mean, he's, yeah. he's uh, you know, we've all had our things, but he, it's fine. Nothing terrible. So, uh, you know. It'll be fine. Uh, I don't expect him back with the Mets, though. I don't think that will happen. Not really, happen. Uh, no. That's not happening. Uh, but uh, the Yankees, uh, I guess we can't be shocked at this point.
3: Great stuff, John. Great, John. Thanks.
2: Great talking to you guys, as always.
3: That is our guy, John Heyman. He's-
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
1: That clock at 4. Donchich.